Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today's episode is one part of an 11-part series that I'll be releasing between June 5th and June 7th called the Paradise Pack Sessions. So if you're listening to this and you want more, there's plenty of other ones that just came out as well. So what are the Paradise Pack Sessions? On June 3rd, I was lucky enough to co-host an incredible event that we called the Paradise Pack Livecast Party. It was a six-hour live streaming video session that we broadcast on Google Hangouts and on YouTube, which some of you may have attended, in which I interviewed 11 of the world's foremost experts on travel, location independence, and lifestyle entrepreneurship. We had hundreds of people tune in from all over the world. Some of the contributors and people who got interviewed came from Armenia, from Australia, all over the US. And we not only got to pick the brains of these people, but we also got to ask them some of the questions that viewers submitted. And no, during that entire six-hour time that I was on there live streaming, I did not go to the bathroom. I don't know how I pulled that off, but it worked. And we loved it so much. We had so much fun, and there was so much amazing content that we decided to pull out the audio, make it into a podcast series so that you could listen to it in case that you missed the actual event. So each and every one of these guests is a contributor to this year's Paradise Pack, and the combined value of the Paradise Pack is over 2000 We have gotten people to put in the best resources around the world that are going to help you live, travel, and work anywhere in the world. So if you haven't got your Paradise Pack yet, the sale ends on Sunday, June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. And once it's gone, it is gone forever. You will never get the chance to get this Paradise Pack again. So please, if you're listening to this while driving or you're at the gym or you're doing something where you can't purchase it right away, make sure to quickly stop right now, set an alarm to remind yourself. I don't want anyone who is interested to miss out on this incredible group of resources. I am very proud of this. I'm proud to say that this is one of the best things that I've ever helped create. But once the clock strikes midnight on June 7th, it is gone. So again, set an alarm on your phone, or if you can, head to theparadisepack.com right now. Check it out. Pick up your copy. All right. Enjoy the show. Nat and Jody from HouseSittingWorld.com. How are you guys? Hello. Hello. How cool is this? <laughs> Welcome to the live cast. This has been a fun day. Yeah, so far, awesome. No tech glitches. You guys in the chat. Um, knock on wood there. Yeah, a lot of people uh, giving congratulations to Benny. Well-deserved. The guy is awesome. And like we said, we didn't even get to talk travel with Benny because especially language learning and then traveling. Um, we've got two people on who are the biggest experts I probably in the world, I think we, it might be safe to say this, on a specific topic that is near and dear to both Jason and my's heart because it is a way that you can travel for cheap, really authentically, have amazing experiences, and that is house-sitting. So Nat and Jody, if you wouldn't mind, kind of tell us what house-sitting is and, and, and how you got into it. House-sitting, really, very simple. Um, homeowners have to go away for various reasons, business, family, medical, whatever. A lot of expats use house-sitters, and we come in as house-sitters and we take over the running of the household. So we, we put bins out, collect mail, and most importantly, we look after the pets. 
So that's the biggest bonus of all um, for the pets and the homeowner as well is that the pets get looked after. They don't have to go to kennels. They can stay in the comfort of their own home with lots of love. And uh, as house sitters, we get to have the experience of the local area. So we might stay a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Some house sits last for up to a year. So you can have that experience of living like a local rather than out of a hotel room. You get to have neighbours and just be part of the community. It's just such an awesome way to travel. I love the way Nat forgot to mention the watering of the plants because that's normally oh, what yeah. I forget. But she <laughs> is the green thumb. So she does water the plants and tend the garden. And, yeah, I, I like to get on to ro- lo- ride on lawnmowers when we get those. <laughs> yeah, and you do this internationally. And if you just want to share some of the countries that you've uh, been doing this here, and then I want to dig into your story because it's one of the more – uh, crazy and inspiring stories in many ways because if you are somebody that's watching or listening and you you know maybe you don't have a lot of money to take off and travel uh, Nat and Jody I mean they 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 push it to the extreme more extreme than I think anybody else I know so uh, do you want to just share a little bit about uh, where you've been the last couple of years and then maybe we can dig into you know how this all started yeah we've been on the road now for over two years just over two years so we've been to london france greece uh canada, canada costa rica jungles of costa rica peru Ecuador. uh <laughs> now in breckenridge in colorado for the second time we're doing a repeat sit here which you guys know all about because you've come to join us actually here. you might, you <laughs> might the see these cushions here a little bit familiar oh yeah we reckon we're now in your house yeah. where's patch that's what we want to get out here the camera Oh, <laughs> house sat at that house that they are currently yep. house sitting at. They actually yep. helped us get that house sit. Yeah, you you guys, uh, what is the the numbers? You said something you've been house sitting for three years and you've spent twenty three days, uh, or you've had to pay for accommodations for twenty three days in those three years. Yeah, uh, look, it's not quite three years of house sitting. I mean, we left Australia uh, and pretty much haven't been back since uh, October two thousand eleven. Uh, but in house sitting, we've been full-time house-sitting with really the first 10 months of complete back-to-back, not paying for a night's accommodation for 10 months, and that started in February 2013. So we're probably getting close to about two and a half years of full-time house-sitting mm-hmm. now. Uh, but, yeah, we did the calculations one day. We were actually walking up Gold King Road here with, yep. with Patch and Hamish, and I was like, just calculating, I'm like, wow, I think we've only paid for 23 nights accommodation. We went through every single thing and went – that's 97% free accommodation since February 2013. That's insane. And mm. if you just think about what you're paying for your place right now, or maybe you're on the road and you're even staying in a hostel. I mean, if, if you, over the two-year oh, two period, are only paying for accommodations for you know a handful of nights, essentially under a month, that's an insane way to save money and see the world. I think that's one of the appeals. And you guys started with with not much money. And I think this is, this isn't for everybody, certainly, because uh, <laughs> you mean the way they went about it isn't for everyone, but house sitting, I think is for everyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, how did you guys, I, I just want you to share how this started for you, because I do think it's inspiring because sometimes there's a limiting belief that, hey, I don't have enough money to travel or live this lifestyle. And that's what we've done with the Paradise Pack is we're pulling together all these different tools in ways that you can do it house sitting being one of those ways because two of the big expenses expenses when you're traveling is obviously flights and accommodations. Right. So. And we've talked about flights a little bit already. Yep. So ladies, <laughs> our story. how did it happen? It, it, yeah. It is a very different story. Uh, we went to, we left Australia and we went to Dubai and we set up a company there and that company went bust. 
So when you're in... It was a partnership that went bust, really. (laughs) The business went bust and we had absolutely no money. We were about 48 hours from debt jail at one stage in Dubai. So it was really scary for us and we lost a lot of confidence in ourselves and just the fact that we could even pour any money together, let alone survive. So we looked at it and we went, do we feel like going home? We really checked in with ourselves and said, do we feel like going home to Australia? And that's where that map came in as well because when you look at the world map and you see that Dubai in the Middle East is really close to the Mediterranean and Europe and UK <laughs> and Australia is really far away and we yeah. said, we don't want to go back down under. <laughs> but the strange part was that one of the reasons of even going to Dubai was to kind of live the 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 um, dream of let's put some money together, um, you know, pay off sort of any debts that we had and then start travelling because it's so close to everywhere. We could do weekend trips, et cetera. So travel was always on our agenda. Yeah. Yeah. But we went about it in such a weird way because ultimately the, the big lesson for us in crumbling and losing absolutely everything was that we weren't actually following our own dreams. We were following somebody else's idea of setting up a brick-and-mortar business, which actually cost an absolute fortune and, you know, sent us spiralling way backwards. But the big crunch came with making that huge decision at the point that it was like, wow, 48 hours away from debt jail because we can't pay these uh, lease bills and all these other things that we're supposed to pay. And it was like, thankfully, we did get some some family help. But um, we said, right, let's just fly to the UK take on this house set, go from there. So starting with house sitting, we really kind of thought, look, if we do this for, you know, a few months just to try and get back on our feet because if we've got no expenses, we relieve the stress of having to make money just to pay bills and we can start becoming creative around making money to then, you know, just get back on our feet. But after six months of doing that, including four months of (laughs) Southwest France learning about lifestyle those guys know how to do it, eating well, drinking well, <laughs> like living living just in nature. Um, we really sat back and did the whole, what are we doing here? This is amazing. We can keep doing this around the world. Just started applying for house sets and just kept getting them. Mm. And, you know, it just opened a whole new world for us because relieving that pressure of not having to pay the normal accommodation bills uh, and even utilities meant that we could put all of our time and energy into starting something that would enable us to keep traveling. Yeah, that's it's an amazing story. You guys kind of did it out of necessity, but also because you realized that was your dream. And I think that the opportunities for house sitting for, for all types of travelers, and, and I want to clear up, I want to kind of get into what it is and clear up a little bit of misconceptions. Um, people are asking some great questions in the chat here. One, usually, typically, house sitting is a free type of thing where you go and stay in a house and take care of pets if they have pets. And as Nat and Jody did, take care of um, you know the yard work sometimes or, or just the general maintenance of the house. Typically, you don't get paid and typically you don't have to pay to do it. It's what would you guys say? 90% of the time, 95% of the time, it's this shared economy type idea, right? Yeah, it's a fair exchange. It's yeah. uh, it's free accommodation in return for some of your services of looking after a house and looking after the pets. So that can vary a lot. You know, some some people have got 10 dogs. Um, at the moment, we've got one dog. Uh, sometimes you have two cats, which is super easy. You know, it varies so much. And you can really choose what house that you go and do too. Some people specialize in cats. 
Um, we've also been paid for, I mean, you know, I do come from a uh, accommodation management background. Uh, so we've taken on a couple of B&Bs um, and also like guest, self-contained guest holiday accommodation. And we got paid for those, which was really nice as well, because, you know, having that experience has helped. But most people, you know, and that, they were giving us the choice on that. Like mm. one of the, the B&B people said, hey, if you don't want to take people in, that's fine. Uh, but if you're happy to make them breakfast, don't worry about cleaning. We've got a cleaning lady. It's all covered. And we're like, yeah, cool. We'll do I it. Can do that. <laughs> I can cook breakfast. <laughs> Just another tool in the travel toolbox and something we've talked about a lot throughout this live cast is you can mix in as much of these strategies as you want. Nat and Jody yes. have taken it to the extreme. They've been traveling around the world for two years, all house sitting, 100% house sitting with the exception of 23 nights. But there are shorter house sits. You could try to plan ahead and maybe just spend a summer somewhere. There are a lot of different ways you could do this. And what you guys do with the House Sitting Academy, which is part of the Paradise Pack, is just walk people through exactly how to do this. And there's so much more. I was surprised how much more there is than just getting on a, a house sitting website, which we can talk about some resources and, and answer some of these questions here. Mm. Um, there are uh, a lot of nuances to this because you are essentially staying in somebody's personal home. So there's this whole element of trust and yeah. sort of way to market yourself and to represent yourself. So you can actually find the best house sitting gigs and be in demand for this because you, as you can imagine, it can be competitive, especially when you're staying in the nicer places. So you want to be able to distinguish yourself from everybody else. And that's what I think you guys do really well in the academy is teach people how to take it to the next level and find the best house sits. Yeah, let, let's talk about that trust because that's a question that came up a few times from people. Bailey Smith asked, also, how do you gain the trust of, of your clients, the people that you're house sitting for? Can you guys touch on that a little bit? Because it is... um. It is something that when I tell people I do with house sitting, they look at me. Some people look at me really funny and some people look at me and think this is absolutely amazing. So the people who look at you a little funny and say, wait, you're going to stay in someone's house like they're going to trust you to come in and then you're going to trust them that you're going to this house that you're not going to you know, throw crazy parties. How, or Yeah. How does it work? <laughs> how do you how have you found that people could have good experiences with this house sitting if they're new to it and they think I've got some qualms about it? You know, I think the first thing is to be really honest with yourself as a traveler to say, is house sitting for me? Because it's not for everybody. Because if you like backpacking and you like going partying and traveling around all the time every second day, seeing a new city, it's not for you. So this is a very slow way of traveling. Um, you are going to be intimate with a homeowner because that's you're coming into their home. There's nothing more intimate than coming into somebody's home and taking over their home and their pet, their most prized possessions. Um so I really do feel that you have to ask yourself honestly, is house sitting for me? Even as you say, Jace, for a short period. It doesn't have to be long term. Um, you might want to do it for a couple of weeks. So that is the first question. But then obviously there's references. So you can, you know, if you're new and starting out, you don't have to get house sitting references. Although having said that, a lot of people have actually house sat for friends and family over the years. So you can always go back to them and get references. But you can get references from all sorts of people. So, you know, character references and stuff really do count towards a good profile, even when you're starting out. And what, what we also found in getting started is that um, who are um, already members of house-sitting matchmaking platforms have naturally been drawn to those sites because ultimately they're either travellers or expats themselves. So that mentality of trust has come from their world 
the world experience, you know, the way they view the world is that they're happy to meet somebody, whether it be in a hostel or caravan park or whatever. So if they've already left their home country and they're living in another country and they need to go back home for whatever reason, I would say a high percentage of our house sits, um, particularly to start with, were for expats. Mm. So then the the rolling on from that is um, the education process. So, you know, whether you're living in a flat in London and you're talking to the neighbours in the flat upstairs saying, hey, we're house sitters, and they're like, wow, I'd love to get my mum into that because, you know, when she comes to visit here, it's so expensive to stay in London and we don't have enough room here. Or even like we were here in Breckenridge, we were house-sitting for um, a family or a, a lady who is very well-travelled. And, Travis, you've actually house-sat for her as well. But she's lived all around the world with her, her husband's um, work that's taken him everywhere. So she has a world view and that concept of, of trust is already viewed differently. Mm. And her neighbour across the road was saying to her, you're mad, you're mad getting in people you don't know. How do you, how do you get them here, blah, blah. But over the two months that we were here last year, he got to know us. Lo and behold, he asked us to come back this year, which we've just done for two and a half months. We picked him up yesterday and um, brought him home and his dog was definitely coming to me a little bit too much. But anyway, <laughs> um, he, he said, do you want to come back next year? And it's like it, that's the snowball um, and, and the education and the, the networking and the re- referrals, um, how they come about. And it certainly is a, a growing movement. Uh, I started looking at it about three, three and a half years ago. And there, were, there was house sits out there and there's a few house sitting sites, but it has really started to blow up. And we've, we've seen it a lot in the U.S. as well, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the U.S. was not a huge market for getting house sits because of the fact that people didn't go away long enough or, you know, it was maybe a less trusting type of environment than, than some other countries. But we've seen that recently just really be flipped on its head. And there's a lot of house sits in the US and we, you know, you guys have house sat out, uh, house sat all over the world. So we should touch on that. It, there is stuff literally almost everywhere in the world, you know, uh, Australia and Western Europe and Canada um, are pretty big ones, but we're seeing stuff come up in Southeast Asia. There's South America. In- South America is a big America. one because of the expats. And I think what Jody said too, wherever you find a big expat community is where you'll find house sitters. Mm-hmm. Or home homeowners that are open to house sitters mm. um, because of that traveling aspect themselves, and they've got to go home to their home country quite often for different things. Yeah, there's been a bunch of questions in here about actually getting a house at, like the logistics of where do you start. Um, so if you guys want to start with that, a few of the sites because you actually opened my eyes to a few different house sitting sites because as it gets bigger, different ones open up, and they all kind of have their pros and cons. So if you could talk about some of your favorite house sitting sites for people to, you know, to check out. Yeah, look, and in the in the academy, if anyone's buying the Paradise Pack, we've got discounts to a few of them as well. Mm. So one of them that gives, it's only a 10% discount, but it all adds up. Um, the very first platform that we ever got a house sit from was House Carers. Uh, so that's a 10% discount inside of the uh, Paradise Pack part of, of what we're contributing there. Um, our next lot of house sits came from Trusted House Sitters, which has really exploded all around the world um, to the point that they're so big now and there's just so much going on with them that there's actually a lot more competition on that site now for getting house sits. So when we sort of started watching that grow over the last couple of years, we really started connecting with a lot of the smaller sites uh, of which there's a couple of discounts offered for house sit match and Nomador. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how the, the snowball thing, as I was talking about, and the referrals happen. 
Um, I've only had to actually apply for two house sits this year so far, and now we're currently booked through to June next year. And the two the two places that I got the house sits for were on house carers. So we're going to Sicily for the first time, thanks to house carers. And we're going to the Yucatan in Mexico. I can't believe we'll be on the beach this time next week. Thank goodness. Um, And that's thanks to Nomador. So, you know, these smaller sites have actually got less competition. And it's not to say don't be a part of a really big site. Like Trusted House is probably the biggest. House Carers is probably the second biggest. But these smaller sites have got a more intimate relationship. And, you know, we've got those discounts available inside the Paradise Pack too. And, of course, there's also regional sites too. So there's House Sitters America, uh, there's ones for Australia, ones for New Zealand. So you can actually really get specialised too. If you're going to spend a lot of time in a particular country or even if you actually live there, um, a lot of people are using house sitting in their own um, city. If you live in a big enough city like, you know, Sydney or London or whatever, you can find enough house sits to keep you going. You don't even have to pay rent. That is <laughs> – now, that's taking it to a whole new level, yeah. just not paying rent. We have a, a really great question here from Veronica Gomez-Garcia. Obviously, you must have save, um, you must have your savings in your house sitting. Basically, she's saying you need $500 a month for food and personal expenses, things like that, um, because it usually is a free exchange. So I think that's a great point yeah. that you're not usually getting paid, so you do have to be doing something yes. or you have to have savings. And we've seen it run the gamut from people who are retired, who have savings, who want to travel, to then people who are saying, I want to start my own business or I want to start freelancing, but I'm not going to make a lot a month. And we talked with Sean Ogo at the beginning of this live cast about how you can start going about freelancing. But house sitting provides you such a perfect opportunity because your expenses can be so low because yeah. you're only if you're traveling slow and yeah. you're only staying in a place, you don't need to make a lot to, when you're starting your business, as you guys have done. You were house sitting and you decided to start a business and it's given you that buffer. Yeah, I think it's an interesting well, way to travel does. and bootstrap a business. And you yeah. guys want to talk about your experience with that? Yeah, well, I crunched some numbers after um, our first year and we really only earned $12,000 in our first 12 months of traveling between two of us. So funny you should mention $500 a month because that's like, you know, six uh, between the two of us, $6,000 each yeah. a year, $500 a month. And when we calculated our flights and we don't have credit cards, you know, thanks to the Dubai debacle, you know, we've, <laughs> we've lost all credit and everything. So... Um, without the credit cards, the frequent flyer miles, et cetera, we can only just look at the cheap flights. And yet to have gone through four continents and, you know, nine countries yeah. and all that stuff, we have actually spent um, on average $5,000 a year in our flights. And then, of course, there's barely any expenses other than our groceries when we get to the place. Which you have to buy so anyway. we are living proof that you can actually travel the world <laughs> and only have earned uh, $500 each per month. That's incredible. And you might have some visitors in Sicily. Uh, because <laughs> Hannah Dixon just chimed in. Woohoo. See you guys in Sicily. And, hey, uh, Hannah. Hey, Hannah. I, 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 definitely, you're on. <laughs> down there uh, to visit you. So, um, Miles of Moxie, another great question. Thank you for chatting in here all day long and asking some amazing questions. We're trying to get to all of them. Um, can you explain the process? And this is great for everyone. Can you explain the process once you get approved? for a house sit. So how does it work? You know, you get on these sites that you guys mentioned, Nomador, House Carers, Trusted House Sitters, whatever it is, you get on the site, you you make the inquiry, you get, um, actually, let's, let's go back. You make the inquiry for a house sit. Then how do you actually go get the house sit? And then once you get it, what is the next step? 
I'm going to let Nat answer this because she's done such an incredible job of, of creating checklists and templates and all sorts of things with inside of the Hassidy Academy. But I just wanted to go back to something that Sean Ogle was saying right at the start where he said of those skills that you need to learn, um, you know, to be location independent, one of them is copywriting. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to having good copywriting skills, it's like the subject line of that email application and how you're connecting. It's it's huge. So it's like it may end up being a freelancing job, but it's also going to help you in getting hassling gigs. But yeah, yeah you talk definitely. about the checklist. They're awesome. Yeah. So you pretty much actually are applying. It's almost like applying for a job. So you're making an application. So as everybody else, there might be a hundred other applicants. So you need to stand out, which is where that copywriting really does come in. And I do advise that people go and grab um, Sean Ogle's copywriting stuff because I think that's super important in coming into this as well. Um, but then you apply for it. Uh, the homeowner then is up to them to go through however they choose to go through it uh, and choose their house sitters. Some will have criteria. You can't take it personally because some people have very strict criteria about what they're looking for. They need a couple because of the size of the property or the dogs are hand- hard to handle, whatever. So you make your application, then the homeowner would get back to you. Uh, if you're shortlisted, you would probably try and encourage them to have a Skype conversation with you because then you get to see them, which is so much more personal. And you get to feel the energy more than anything. And that interview process really is a very much a two-way street. And we talk about that a lot in the Housing Academy because a lot of people think, oh, I'm being interviewed for a job. No, you're actually interviewing them mm-hmm. as much as you're, they're interviewing you because you want to make sure that you can do that house set and that, you know, you can handle everything that's there that to be done. And we're looking around your house at the moment saying, would we like to be there? You know, there's a nice yeah. plant in the background. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> exactly we have a house at your house um but that's the thing you want to know that it's a nice place for you to go to as well you want to be settled in there and feel like you're at home so we do the interview process and then if you get chosen you then usually get taken off the platforms and you start communicating just you know via email or skype whatever way you choose and you make those arrangements to actually get there uh how how you know how early do they want you to be there sort of thing they usually get there a couple of days before at least a day before to run through everything with the homeowner and yeah it's the whole briefing process starts with them and if the homeowner is experienced in getting house sitters they will have uh, all their instructions and everything um and it's a really great question to ask in the interview process to say hey have you used house sitters before because if you haven't let me send you a bunch of information that I will need while I'm there. And that's what we provide inside the academy as well, to be able to say, look, we're going to need to know where the vet is, um, you know, if the, the hot tub breaks down or how to clean it or, you know, like yeah. list, 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 all these gotta, things. Because people forget. Yeah, you've got to think the homeowner lives in their house. They take it everything for granted. It's so second nature to them. But you coming into a house, it's brand new for you, especially if you're in another country. So there's things that you may not be able to work or know how things work around the place. So it's like, yeah, okay, here's my checklist of things that I need to know to make me feel comfortable in your house enough mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah, this is what you do so well in the academy, I think. Uh, it's, like I said in the beginning, it's very nuanced, and this can be the difference between you having a great experience as the house sitter mm-hmm. and really having an amazing travel experience versus you ending up in a situation where, you're not very happy. Maybe you're in a place where it's, it's not that great or the homeowner, you didn't get the, the information right. I mean, it's, it's, it really truly is a two-way street. And I think what you guys teach in the academy so well is to make sure you as the house sitter are getting all of the benefits and maximizing your ability to find the best house sits and put yourself in the best situation to actually enjoy yourself because 
it's still your time. Your time's okay. super valuable. Yeah. So if you agree to spend two months somewhere in somebody's home, you better make sure that it's going to be a good situation, not just for the homeowner, but for you, because it's it's your experience. It's your travel experience. And that's hugely important. You guys really break it down, do an amazing job in the academy. So thank you for that. That's right. I think that's where people do let themselves down in house sitting the most is that they don't know what questions to ask the homeowner. So they get into a situation and it's not what they thought it was going to be or their expectations are not met, which, you know, maybe they had high expectations and it was never meant to be like that. But asking those questions can really help. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that we really encourage people to do. And trusting your intuition on all levels. Every level. So (laughs) if there's a thing that says this is not right, then there's for a reason. So really checking that out. What's so amazing too is, you know, to, to, we've talked about kind of the, ab, not the abstract part of the logistics of it. It's absolutely amazing how much money you're able to save. And I know we touched on it being perfect if you're bootstrapping a business or if you just want to travel on the cheap. It's just, I mean, you think about it and you break down these numbers, even if you're staying at the, you know, a regular cheap hostel in the United mm-hmm. States, you're paying $20, $25 a night. And what's incredible, what you guys do with the Academy, I mean, for, you know, basically three nights of cheap hostel accommodations or one night at a hotel, It you're, you're teaching someone how to do this, take it with them. And then of course, like you've done, you can do it over and over and over and over again. It really is a skill and, and something that you can become good at that then just continues on into infinity. Yeah, that's the other thing yeah. with the Paradise Pack. I mean, you're looking at just as a comprehensive package to help you live, work and travel anywhere. You know, I've definitely paid on certain situations more than that for one night in a hotel. I was like, man, how's that possible? Yeah. So uh, I think in that way, it's it's a great value. That's obviously what we've worked to put together. And that's why we've worked so hard to make it a well-rounded offering to help people do this. And, you know, we really appreciate hearing your story just because it it really truly is almost unbelievable how <laughs> how you've been able to do this for the last two plus years and really just spend you know a handful of nights paying for accommodations and having amazing experiences all over the world. Can I just um, touch on that as well and, and different perspective on housing. I was thinking about it yesterday is, yeah, we've saved a lot of money. We've probably saved about, if we were to pay rent, uh, where we would have been uh, either in Sydney or Dubai or just a normal sort of size rent, we probably saved ourselves about 30 over $30,000 uh, in rent. But I think the other perspective is that we've had experiences that we would never have been able to afford. You know, we've stayed in a multi-million dollar place in France. We've stayed in the middle of London. We've stayed in the jungles of Costa Rica. We've been to the Sacred Valley of Peru. We've stayed here in Breckenridge. I'd hate to think how much the house was that we just stayed in for two and a half months. We got um, to drive to Niagara Falls in a huge big Dodge Ram dual cab yeah. twin wheel thing. It was amazing. We just had a Porsche to drive around in. We just had a Porsche Macan to drive around in. We would never be able to afford this and so few travels would be able to afford this sort of experience. And I think that's the other perspective of is that, yeah, you can save some money, but there's just no price on the experiences well, you get to have through house sitting. The invaluable part for me is actually the friendships that we've developed yeah. through our with our homeowners. So yeah. it's like I don't focus a lot on kind of what we've saved in rent because mm. I just find the richness of the experience of who we've met, like even having you guys up here around the corner house sitting, you know, for a short period of time, having our Hawaiian friends across the road who are now going to come to Greece. It's kind of like this nice little meetup and networking thing. If you, if you get in touch with us in our, our Facebook group and see where people are, it's a great way mm, to kind of hook cool. up and talk about house sitting with others and get good referrals as well. 
it, it really is a win-win-win on so many levels. A, like we said, you're saving a lot of money. You're getting, as you guys mentioned in the beginning, I was going to ask you, and then I forgot about all the amazing places that you've been able to stay, and you just touched on them. I mean, you go on a house sitting website and you see castles in Ireland. You yeah, see penthouses in Manhattan. And you see regular homes as well. I mean, it really runs the gamut from locate any location you can almost imagine in the world. Uh, types of properties, how long the house sits are. So if you only want to do one, I mean, there's some that are for a weekend. That doesn't really work for us or for you guys, but there's some people out there like, yeah, yeah. I'm around the corner. I'd love to be in Barcelona for four days and not- And they're great references to get. They, they Like if anyone wants to start, have a look at those little short ones that most people don't want to take that are down the and road. get there and get those references. Yeah. So it, it, it is a win-win-win. I just want to touch on a few of these comments here. Honey Trek said, we just finished a five-week house sit in Seattle. Um, it, you know, because they're part of house sitting Academy. So that's awesome. It's so cool that they were able to score that. Um, Bernadette asks, are the checklists available as well as the other lists you mentioned? All of them are available as part of the Academy, which is yes. part of the paradise pack. So absolutely if you pick up the paradise pack. One of the awesome things that you get amongst the many other things is the house sitting Academy. Those checklists that those guys mentioned are, are in there. Um, Someone asked, Nat and Jody recommended a way to learn copywriting. What is the site for that? That was referencing Sean Ogle, who was our first guest on this live cast way back like two and a half <laughs> hours ago. Um, he, he is part of the Paradise Pack as well. So you'll get stuff on on that. Um, and oh, here's actually a really great question. I just want to touch on last last thing. What are free days to visit outside of the house sit? So that's one thing maybe that people should know if they're considering house sitting um, is do you get these free days? Like, are you able to go and, and, and see things? Okay, well, um, when we sort of had a look at kind of all the websites that are out there, you could say that there's probably um, about 90% of them will include pets. But if you take on a house sit with a cat, then you can have a whole day out. Um, mm, what, we've, what we've done Fish. as well is we've taken our guy in, in the last house here, Hamish, mm. he's been with us everywhere. He came down to Boulder. He, <laughs> yep. he went to Denver with us, like he's done drives. So, you know, it really comes down to what the expectations are of the owner and what their pets' routines are, if then, you've got pets. But then you also might um, find that they have accommodation for you that's separate to their own accommodation. So in Mexico, ah. we have a casita, our own casita. So we can go two weeks before um, the house sits only for two or three weeks and then we can stay afterwards. Uh, in Sicily, they've actually got um, Airbnb properties that we can stay at. So you often find that as well. You can actually stay outside of the time that you've got the house sit. Sure. Uh, one other question, I think it was a good one. Uh, somebody was asking, it was Veronica, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was just a guest, yeah, uh, about vehicles. Are, are you typically given a vehicle to use? Do you rent cars? And uh, and I know this can be situational. You want to just give a quick one minute. It's, uh, it's, it's, con on it's country-focused depending on the insurance policies of the country. We find that we can drive in most countries, um, but the UK is a lot tougher because they actually in insure the driver as opposed to the vehicle. Uh, okay. So in the States uh, and sometimes in, in some of the Central American countries, you'll find the same. But we've driven in Peru, in Canada, US, France, Greece, um, you know, in most places. Most so. places we get a car. Very awesome. Cool. Guys, thank you so, so much for joining Yay. us today. We have had some absolutely incredible guests. We're going to be bringing on Jesse Krieger in just a moment, who is going to talk to you all about lifestyle entrepreneurship um, and also about how he was able to become a best-selling author, things like that. Nat and Jody, you guys are right now in Breckenridge, Colorado. Here he You're Here's going Patch. down to Mexico Here's soon. Here's our boy. Here's our boy. Here's Patsy. There you go. Oh, this is one of the best dogs I've ever met. 
<laughs> he is cool. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Just a reminder to everyone, if you are interested in house sitting, these are the two experts out there. They know everything. They've taught us everything we know about house sitting as well. So if you want to uh, be part of the house sitting academy, that is inside the Paradise Pack as well. So if you pick up the Paradise Pack now, you're going to get the two bonuses. You're also going to get all the amazing stuff that's in there as well as the house sitting academy. So Nat and Jody, thank you guys so much. Thanks, thank you guys. so much. If you like this show, guys, and you want more Paradise Pack sessions, don't forget there's 10 more of those where this came from. So you can get them on iTunes. You can get them on Stitcher. However you're listening to this, you can find the other Paradise Pack session episodes. Listen to me and Jason get to interview and ask questions of some of the world's foremost experts. All of these people are contributors to this year's Paradise Pack. So if you haven't yet and you want to pick up your very own Paradise Pack, head to www.theparadisepack.com. And again, if you're listening on a phone and you're doing something where you can't go online right now, make sure to set an alarm because June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, the sale will end and you'll never be able to get it again. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you for all the support for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. And as always, happy free travels. I'll show you-